Today, Elijah White, retired VP from ExxonMobil, graduate of UNC Chapel Hill, godly father, faithful husband, righteous servant, man of God, generous friend, disciplined steward, and strategic planner. And now, producing from Wisdom's Pipeline. One of the things that you've done well is managing bridges, which is managing relationships. Uh, and, and that is a, a major Christian principle because the relationships that we have with people will determine whether they're willing to follow us uh, and the impact that we're able to have on them uh, and their willingness to be submitted to us making disciples or training uh, them. Uh, now, I know one of the hardest places to do that is at home. Yeah. So let's transition because uh, I'm a girl dad too. Yeah. And I know you have, you have a son as well, but yeah. but you start off as, as a, a girl dad. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about this girl dad thing, man. Oof, How challenging is it to, to, uh, to be revered yeah. uh, in two different places, but at the same token, uh, sometimes the response can be a little different at home than it is at work. You know, it's, I, I maybe I set the bar too low. You know, I remember having <laughs> conversations with my daughters early on, uh, you know, before the, the son came along. And I said, you know, here's the deal. You know, like my oldest daughter, I used her, for example, when I was going to get her her first car. You know, we, we set some goals. Okay, you can't get pregnant before high school. You know, yeah. if you ever get caught, you know, with drugs or drinking, you're donating the car. If somebody's riding in your car with you and they have that because you're responsible for everybody in your car, you know, all those things, you know, any of that stuff, you know, and it, it, then you're taking your car away from me, you know, blank, blank, blank. I, I had all these kind of rules and I kept thinking, about, man, I'm setting this bar too low. And it was interesting when we were moving this last time and I, I was going through stuff as we're throwing stuff out. I found a contract that I wrote with my daughter and I, I laughed so hard about that thing and I had to send it to her and she laughed as well. And it was just about, you know, let's come to some understanding about, you know, I don't expect you to be perfect, but there are some minimum thing, hurdles that you have to get over, right? And, you know, I can't tell you what, what you're gonna do when you grow up, I wanna see you grow up. And I remember my, one of my, my oldest daughter told me, she said, dad, she said, you know, people learn from their mistakes and how are we gonna learn if you don't let us make mistakes? And I looked her in the eye and I said, you know what? I said, you are so absolutely right. But here's the deal. There's some mistakes that you don't recover from. And those are the ones that I'm really trying to step in the way of. So the, so what I hope you heard from that is we talked, we had conversations, we didn't always agree. We had some disagreements and I gave them the right early on in life to always challenge me when I gave them directives. Now it doesn't mean you're going to have to do it, but you're free to ask questions to why, as opposed to the, the do what I tell you to do, whatever it is. Let's talk about why I want you to do it. And there were times that I regret it, giving them that authority, if you will. But as they become adults, I'm so glad I did because I, I, at least in my view, they never abused that authority. And, and my kids are nothing close to being perfect. Nobody's kids are, but I'm proud of every last one of them. Good. Look here, I'm in the same boat. Uh, we, we did uh, the same thing with our girls. Yeah. And when, we, when I had that first daughter, one of the things my wife was very, very adamant about and I was along board with that is giving her the power of her voice yeah. uh, and, and also uh, lighting that flame of self-awareness yeah. 
letting her understand how powerful she is uh, and what she brings to a table. Uh, and, and one of the things I, I want to talk about is you say, hey, we we signed a contract. Yeah. I love the fact that you introduced her to this idea of covenant because yeah. covenant doesn't keep you from making mistakes, but it makes you aware yeah. of how your decisions affect this 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 team or this partnership. Yeah. Uh, so is was that something that you wanted to really instill in her uh, the power of agreement the power of covenant i did i did and the, and the power of responsibility and accountability more than anything yes so it's like you know there there is some accountability and there are some you know repercussions to some of the things that you do and they don't only affect you but they, they affect those around you so it was not just uh, the contracts it was uh you know the checking accounts i tried to help them understand because i remember going to look at a vehicle one time and uh, we decided to look at a more expensive vehicle and my daughter fell in love with it. I goes, well, you know, we can't afford that right now. And my daughter looked at me and goes, Daddy, just write a check. Said, okay. <laughs> so, all right, so now we need to- Yeah, need I love to, it, I love it. We need to sit down and have a conversation. So we sat down and I kind of created their own little checking accounts and what happens when you take money out and you can only spend what you have in there. And then even with a stock deal, I put them together a stock sheet and I says, okay, you guys have this much stock. Now you have to watch it. If it goes up, this is how much you've made. And it was just a little simple Excel spreadsheet just so that they would kind of understand that, you know, hey, I'm going to watch this stuff and I can make money or I can lose money. And, and, you know, and at the end of the day, I can't tell you, you know, how good any of those lessons worked, but none of them have seen to have had any issues when it came to money. Let's put it that way. So, Well, what you did was great for them. And this is going to lead us towards something that we mentioned yesterday to talk about, and this, that's this, this generation is coming behind us, uh, because one of the things that we talked about is giving a baseline. Yeah. Now, you had a baseline yeah. of a responsible, hardworking mom yeah. and grandma. They instilled in you hard work ethics. They instilled in you the understanding of what a servant is uh, and, 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 you know, and what you bring to the table. But from an understanding of corporate uh, and investing and, yeah. and saving and, and all of these different things that was something that was uh that they cannot establish for you as a baseline yeah uh, but you use the baseline of what they gave you to excel yeah now here you are able to establish a completely different baseline for your daughters which should make them some monsters out there so what is it like to be able to put them on a baseline like that? you know the, the the problem is the baseline has changed because you know if you look at again we talk about technology and yeah. you know when you look at who are the the stars of the planet these days right obviously they're athletes they're making lots of money they're they're entertainers or all these other things it's like okay well i don't have skills i can't sing i can't act you know i'm not you know six feet eight and handsome you know type deal um and i i can't run fast i can't jump you know so those things are off the table for me and my kid but guess what there's these things called these social media influencers now and yeah. I the TikTokers and they said these kids are making tons of money, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars doing all this stuff. And so all of a sudden the kids are backing up. Wait a minute. Why do I have to go work hard for 30 plus years when I can get yeah. this? And, and I'm a believer. Uh, you, do you remember the days of the, I'll call them the pyramid schemes, if you will, the, the yes. Amways, the whatever. So those people who yeah. get in early have got it made. Everybody coming in behind them has still have a tough road to hope. And so I don't mind kids who want to be the social influencers or anything else, but it's just like the advice I gave to people 30 years ago, 
I give to them today. Whatever goal of, that you have that you want to go and you've got a passion for, I want you to go for it. But what's your backup plan if that doesn't work out? So your backup plan may be, I'm still working this nine to five every day. I'm doing my social media in that night type deal until it you know, kind of plans out for me. So that general message has not changed. The baseline has changed though, in terms of what these kids are looking at. You know, like, you know, my, one of the son, the son and one of the daughters now, they're investing all over the place. They never showed yeah. me what they're investing in or how they're doing it, but they started talking to me about Bitcoin, which I still don't yeah. understand this, you know, this, uh, this cryptocurrency, if you will. And when my son, yeah, I, I think that's more like a pyramid scheme yeah. until I see some hard lines. Well, my son told me and my daughter, they had gotten into some Bitcoin. And I'm like, wait a minute, those things are trading at $45,000 a share. How'd you get? Oh, oh, well, we don't own a whole share. We own a, so you can buy bits and pieces of it, like a few dollars here, a few dollars there. And I think my son says, hey, you know, I just made $600, you know, well, $600 to me is you know it almost it cost me what a hundred and something to fill up my car right now you know yeah, the yeah, grocery yeah. store spending 200 so that six hundred thousand doesn't mean anything to me it means a lot to him but at least his head is in the right place he's looking at the right things and he knows kind of the risk reward of these things so i'm excited to see them doing it you know if you will uh, but they also know they still got to work a nine to five if you will while they're waiting on these because this little six hundred dollars that's coming in it seems really great right now and it is a positive step but guess what it, it is not going to pay the bills so i think they've got that right mindset so i'm okay with them doing that you know like you know my son is a video game fanatic he'll stay up at five o'clock in the morning playing video games it drives me absolutely crazy but you know what graduated high school played a whole bunch of sports in high school graduated college I think he's taking his test to graduate from the fire academy today. Yep. He just finished his EMT training. Uh, you know what? It's kind of hard for me to be mad about the video games because he's doing it. And, and I go back mm -hmm. to me when I was in, in graduate school. My professor told me uh, that I was going to struggle because, you know, I'm in graduate school now. I used to work out all the time. I worked out every day. I like to go on dates from time to time. I wasn't married then, Diana. <laughs> I like to go on dates from time to time. And he told me I had to cut all that out. And I told him I refused to do it. And, and when I graduated, I remember he came up and put his arm around me. And he said, I'm so proud of you. You did it your way. And I knew what I had to do to succeed. And if all I did was study, I would have probably crashed, crashed and burned. I had to do Well, and, and I think that's good that, that we we have to look at the next generation and take into context that, that things are different. But I, I want to go back to this baseline because Part of the baseline that you gave them was not just an understanding of of money and investing and being strategic, uh, but also uh, character. Yeah. A, yeah. Uh, and then this other word C that I want to throw in is is compromise. Yeah. Uh, and and there there are a lot of opportunities that could make a lot of money, yeah. uh, but we still have to be people of character, and then we also have to have that line. It's like okay. I'm not going to go past this line to make money because yeah. I, I'm not going to compromise this character. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's talk about that a little bit, because yeah. that that's the new thing. It's a lot of ways to make money. Yeah. Yep, it is. It is. You know, I, I, character is something you can't teach, right? You can uh, you can demonstrate it and you can talk about it. You know, as my mom says to the, you know, to the to the I forgot what term she used. Uh, but at the end of the day, people are going to decide for themselves how important that is for them. So we have to be convincing. The only way we can be convincing is we have to demonstrate it in the way that we live and the way that we act. So when times get tough, we want them to look over and say, yeah, 
that's what I need to be doing, that what I saw my mother and my father doing. Uh, so character, again, is extremely important because it can carry you a long way. Uh, and again, from, you know, you fall in the street, that person, you know, sticking out their hand to help you up versus that person pushing you farther down. A lot of times character is the difference between how other people react to how you behave. And again, whether people want to help you out or not. Um, but to me, I have to be comfortable in myself when I wake up every morning and I look in the mirror, do I like what I see? And I think there are a lot of people who don't like what they see. I don't know that, I don't know how they, that just, I just can't even fathom that, you know, doing something that would cause me to be afraid, to be ashamed to look in the mirror. And that's the way I, I tried to talk to my kids is that when you stand up, it doesn't matter, you know, cause you know, all our kids are athletes. And I remember having a conversation with them after a game and it wasn't a matter of whether you won or lost. Tell me what you could have done differently today to change that outcome. And I remember my daughter told me one time, Dad, I played as hard as I could. I scored two goals and I was you know, back and forth. I don't know if I could have done anything else. I said, you know what, then you won today. The team might not have won, but you won. And, and it's not that I'm trying to tell her you're better than the team, but you can't beat yourself up when you do everything you could have done. Now, if she told me, well, Dad, I was tired. I stayed up all night. I didn't give half or whatever. Now we got a different conversation. And so to me, you have to make sure you're doing everything you can and once you've done everything you can, you got nothing to be ashamed of. Join us next week for producing from Wisdom's Pipeline.